This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. I'm Hagar Osri, a qualified chef with 20 years experience in the health food industry. Over the next half hour, we'll discuss how to eat in a way that is healthy for you and the planet. Interviews, featured recipes, cafe reviews, food politics, your questions and more. Welcome to Sustainable Gastronomy. This program is brought to you with the help of a DCC Waste Minimization Grant, supporting love food, hate waste. Good morning, everybody. This is Hagar here on um, Sustainable Gastronomy. Thank you very much for tuning in. And um, cold, brisk morning in Dunedin today. Um, Today on the show, I'd like to warm your hearts and your bodies with some delicious uh, plant-based recipes and some of my um, favorite tunes on my on the trusty turntables here in the station with my um, vinyl collection. Um, yeah, so today I'd like to share some uh, vegan chocolate cake recipe. And what else have I got there? Some immune support recipes. So recipes um, including all sorts of vegetables, herbs and spices to support the immune system. Some tips on um, uh waste minimization and uh, sustainability in the kitchen. So, yeah, all sorts of tips and good ideas and some general um, recipes, not very specific, but ideas to enhance your immune system and to also support your um, clean living. Let's start with a song.
That was a um, cassava piece by... Ooh, let's stop that. <laughs> Excuse us. Um, that was cassava piece by uh, Augustus Pablo on the Melodica. Um, so let's let's start with a chocolate cake. We all need a bit of a um, sweet thing to, you know, to boost our spirits at these t- challenging times. So the chocolate cake goes this way. The ingredients are three cups of um, standard flour, just white flour, one cup of cocoa, two cups of soft brown sugar, two teaspoons of baking powder and two teaspoons of baking soda, three cups of boiling water and one cup of oil, two teaspoons of vanilla essence. Another method goes like this. This is a very simple cake, but you do need to just do things in the right order. So we are mixing all the dry ingredients first, sieve your flour and then sift your cocoa as well, just to break down all the little lumps that are usually there. Then mix in the sugar, the soft brown sugar. Then add the baking powder and the baking soda into the dry mix. Then boil the jug and in a separate bowl, put the three cups of boiling water and the cup of oil into the bowl separately together in a separate bowl to the dry ingredients. Now take an electric mixer and one hand holding the mixer and the other the hot water and the oil bowl and then pour the hot water mixture into the dry ingredients while the mixer is going. Um, Hopefully you put, put some of the wet into the dry so you don't um, make a dusty mess everywhere. Now, mix everything really well with the uh, electric mixer and then add the vanilla essence. Now, another thing you could do, which is optional, is put a dab of uh, apple cider vinegar into the mixture and that just makes some things react a bit more. Now... Uh, prepare your tin in advance, a round baking tin, and the oven goes on 150 degrees Celsius. Now the cake goes in the oven for two hours. So this is quite a slow baking cake. And then after two hours, check that the skewer comes out clean. So it's 150 degrees for two hours. Um, You can, of course, make a vegan chocolate icing um, by melting dark chocolate or mixing um, cocoa and coconut oil and some icing sugar. Uh, The recipes are online for icing. Everyone's got their own idea of a good icing. But let the cake cool all the way before, of course, before icing or taking it out of the tin. This is quite a delicate cake, but it's very moist and delicious and very, very dark. So enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Get a youth man who nothing now feel live good. 
lovely wasn't it um so that that was uh freedom minds by dark angel a production of um roots garden production from the uk um yeah i was listening to the national radio the other day and uh, uh a man with there was talking about um how exercise is so important for our immune system and uh Apparently, listening to music is, uh, is, you know, just affect you physically as much as, um, dancing and, uh, doing, it's a form of, of, uh, exercise. So have a good boogie while you're listening to music. Um, yeah. So speaking of the immune system, I'd like to share some foods and recipes and ideas to support our immune system. So, Foods like turmeric, either fresh turmeric or the spice, uh, fresh ginger, 
lots of uh, vegetables, of course, and and herbs are really beneficial. So avoiding the processed food and instead try and cook as much as you can at home from scratch. And if you're not too savvy on the cooking, um, just putting in vegetables in the pot, cover with water and cook and make yourself a soup, that's as good as it gets. Um, very good for your immune system, drinking lots of hot vegetable liquid and, of course, eating the vegetables that in it. So soups with carrots, with celery, with parsley, with garlic, with ginger, and then salads, eating lots of greens, um, Grow yourself a green garden, um, either in pots on your patio or in in soil. So planting lots of kale, planting spinach, planting salad greens. Every day eat a handful of greens. Um, Put the kale, spinach in your soups, in your stews, Um, eating salads with flowers as well, borage, calendula. Uh, with the salad, I'd like to make a dressing with lemon juice and olive oil, salt and pepper. Very simple and also supportive of your immune system, of course. Good oils, lemon juice for the vitamin C. Um, when it comes to recipes, uh, let's talk curry or stews. So I start with the onion and garlic. Fry that up a little bit, then add the spices, cumin, coriander, one teaspoon of each, um, giving that a bit of a fry to bring out the flavor. Then add fresh ginger, add carrots, add potatoes. If you'd like to speed things up, cook the potatoes first, just a little bit, not all the way, so the potatoes are still firm. Then add the potatoes Fry it up, move things in the pan. Um, use a wooden spoon, not um, a metally spoon on the metally pan. Uh, with a wooden spoon, move things around. Then uh, bring some water into the pan a little bit at the time and make a sauce. So while the vegetables are frying, you add with the spices. You add the water, and that makes a sauce by itself. I mean, you can use curry, um, curry, excuse me, curry paste as well, but I just like using my spices and onion and garlic. Um, and with some fresh coriander as well, uh, bring that up to the boil and then add a bit more water to cover all the vegetables up. You can put a couple of spoonfuls of canned tomatoes into that. If you'd like a more of a coconutty kind of white creamy um, curry, then use coconut cream. Then adjust the salt, add salt. If you like chili, put some cayenne pepper or chili powder in there, um, a quarter of a teaspoon. And um, there's your curry. Eat it with your favorite grain, brown rice. You can cook millet or quinoa. Um, yeah, that's one idea. Now for soups, uh, I like to use uh, stock for soup. So it's either making your own stock out of boiling up your vegetable scraps 
in keeping that aside. Or I use, I use the Rapunzel organic vegetable stock from um, the good stores, food stores around the place. Now for soup as well, I start with a garlic and onion and then add carrots, add um, celeriac is a very delicious um, vegetable to use in soup. Um, potatoes, kumara, which is a sweet potato, um, celery and parsley, very healing combination. Fresh ginger. Now the amounts to use for fresh ginger, I use a thumb size of ginger. I put a bit of cayenne pepper as well and then uh, cauliflower and uh, spinach or some sort of greens um, bring that up to the boil cover with water bring to the boil and simmer for about 20 minutes now add salt and pepper to taste um, nuts ideas uh, for nuts now Dry roasting almonds and then splashing them with tamari soy sauce is a great way to eat um, almonds. Uh, I like to do that with seeds as well. So you dry roast sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. And then while the pan is still hot, you're splashing little bits of good soy sauce. The soy sauce without wheat is called tamari. Uh, another idea is of uh, eating lots of uh, broccoli, say. Broccoli is very high in vitamin C and very good for the immune system. A good way to cook broccoli is roasting it, but very lightly and very quickly, not too long. So you uh, cut the broccoli into the florets, then throw it in a, in a bowl with some olive oil and toss it around and some salt. And then once the broccoli is well coated with a bit of olive oil, not too much. Um, place it on a lined oven tray, heat up the oven to 170 degrees, place the broccoli um, spaced out on the oven tray and uh, roast lightly for about 10 minutes. And uh, you can also add some silvered almonds to that and roast them lightly with the broccoli and then serve very easy and great way to have uh, broccoli hmm let's play another tune
that was Strangers by, um, again, Roots Garden production from the UK. It's a, a cover of an old reggae song by the Lovejoys, a reggae band from New York called, um, the song was called Strangers as well. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, sustainability in the kitchen. So by sustainability, I mean, uh, environmentally friendly, clean, um, cooking or uh, uh, living. Uh, so creating, first thing is to uh, minimize the waste that we're creating. Uh, so using up everything, even the skin of the vegetables. And um, if you do need to peel, say um, a parsnip needs to be peeled um, and onion, obviously. Um, so we are keeping the skins and the scraps. Um, some things can be boiled and made into stock, and then the leftover of that can go into the compost. Um, using using the compost or using the scraps into compost and then growing a garden is another great way to be uh, environmentally friendly, as well as, um, you know, helping ourselves being a bit healthier. So um, another another way of being sustainable in the kitchen is using less energy for our cooking. So by that I mean reducing the heat on um, pans and, and pots by using less water for um, steaming and boiling our vegetables or even for cooking pasta. It's it's kind of a common thought that we need ample water to um, cook our pasta. But in fact, you know, pasta cooks quite well in half the amount of water. So I just um, fill the pan up to the amount that I need to cover the pasta and then bring to the boil, add the pasta into the pot and then reduce the heat. Let it just um, roll boil until the pasta is al dente. Um, the same with making mashed potatoes, for example. I only just cover the potatoes up, or sometimes not even, and then just bring to the boil and steam the vegetable, the potatoes lightly. Then I conserve the water. So I pour the water out of the pot into a container. I don't pour it down the sink. So then that water can be used either for the mashed potatoes um, a, a little bit um, to make to make it moist, or I just use it as stock for soups and other stews. So nothing goes to waste. Um, what else have we got there? Cleaners, cleaning um, the kitchen or your bathroom. I use baking soda, vinegar, um, oils for good smell or for disinfectant there is the tea tree oil or the manuka oil um, using less commercially produced um, cleaners also reduces waste by reducing the packaging that we are uh, buying um, yeah and of course growing a garden um, I'm no gardening expert but I love greens and I love picking my herbs and uh, fresh greens from the garden so growing a garden is another great way to be sustainable 
Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and may you all have a healthy, beautiful day. Bye-bye for now and see you next week. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.